0: Welcome to Behind the Story, where we discover the story behind your favorite stories. My name is Lisa Renee from the Colab Press, and I'm also a contemporary romance author.
1: And my name is Naomi Craig. I write historical fiction. My latest book is Ezekiel's Song, coming out August of 2022. Um, We had a great pre recorded session with biblical fiction and romance author, Lila Diller. I'm excited to share that with you. has written a speculative biblical fiction called loyal judas so it's really neat to hear her perspective she's teamed up with barbara in britain for a fantastic book box be sure to enter into the raffle copter um, to be in that draw it's a loyal judas it's defending david and a bunch of other really fun swag so you don't want to miss that Um, before we get into that interview lisa what are you up to right now
0: Okay, so I wasn't in the interview because uh, different time zones didn't work out. So thanks Naomi for for taking that on. Uh, Yeah, so I just got an email back from my editor and the first line says, wow, what a fun story. So I'm very thankful (laughs) that my editor liked my latest story. Um, It's going to be part of a uh, sweet and clean anthology called Fall Back in Love. and yeah, so that's what I'm working on at the moment. Get my edits back, and my story is going to be called "Faking It for Grand's Sake." So, <laughs> what do you think that means? What do you think that means? Naomi? For a means- grand,
1: is that G R A N? Grand's
0: sake, grand like grandma.
1: Oh, um, what do you think that would be the trope would mean? It means that grandma is pressuring you to have a baby, so you need to get you need to get a fake wife, so you can pretend to have a fake baby? <laughs> <laughs> what? I had idea. <laughs> uh,
0: Naomi writes biblical fiction. <laughs> all the right <laughs> so, yeah, usually there's a fake fake marriage, fake engagement or fake date, whatever. But, yeah, so it's a fake engagement. So it was a couple that were already engaged. They broke it off. But because his grandmother wasn't well at the time, he didn't have the heart to tell her because she oh. he thought he, she was on on her way out so he didn't want to say anything then he runs into his ex and then um you know back on again (laughs) she asked he um she asked about the grandma and she's doing well she goes you know and she really loved his grandma and she said oh I should visit her and then but you know I need to tell you something I haven't told her (laughs) that we broke up like let's not upset her you know she's not doing well and anyway so there's a story that comes out and then later we'll find out that she's not as sick as she thought so they're in a bit of a so, yeah, so it goes sort of right up to all them organising a wedding, and waiting, all that kind of stuff. So, obviously, they fall back in love again because that's the anthology, fall back in love. So, wow.
1: I feel like this is the first time I've heard about this. So, this one, you must have busted out pretty fast. Uh,
0: yeah, I wrote it before I did the rom-com with Tabitha. So, it's 25,000-word oh, okay. novella. Uh, I might hand it to the critique group if you guys are quick, but I've got to get it to the publisher um, uh, mid-August. And then it's 1st first, first of September. So it's on pre-order, it is 99 cents, but it is going up to 3.99 or 4.99, but it will be in Kindle Unlimited. So I might put a link in there if people want to get it, because there's about seven seven or so um, novellas, long novellas in there. So, yeah. So, um, cool. and it's written in first-person point of view and, So I have linked it to my story. Well, my rom-com Bachelors of Clear Creek rom-com series, but that's all in third person and this one's first. So I might, thinking of starting a new series, first person called Bachelorettes of Clear
1: Creek. (laughs) What do you reckon? As long as you get Mrs. Baxter in there somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, she she does feature... um, in this rom-com as well. So everyone, Mrs Baxter, Naomi loves Mrs Baxter. <laughs> She's a town <laughs> gossip. She's right in the first scene. So there's a few characters from my, from my series. Um, yeah, so I had my book launch, About Time You Notice, that's been going really well. Uh, and that's sort of the last of the Bachelors in Clear Creek. So it's sort of like the guys, they're all friends and that. And so now I'll do some based on the girls and it will be in Georgetown so yeah so that's uh, been a bit of fun and other than that yeah lots of other stuff helping authors I do the collab press so helping authors with book covers illustrations um, book launches that kind of stuff so that keeps me busy as well um, but I'm excited about your book launch I can't believe it's finally here so August what yes. date exactly?
1: August 16 which is a Tuesday it is still up for um, an amazing pre-order deal it's 2 dollars to pre-order um, be sure to come back through and register that because then you also get exclusive content um, that I wrote about the book of Habakkuk so um, some really fun prophets happening um, Jeremiah makes a mention and um, of course Ezekiel and Habakkuk as well so it's we've got a lot We've got a lot of the Old Testament prophets that are kind of easy to skip over, so, so there's a lot happening in that. So that'll, that that uh, price will go for a few more weeks. You don't want to miss out on that really great deal. Do so you um, still get the
0: bonus? Was there a bonus? Yeah, um, was that on the finest pre-order.
1: Yeah, you'll have to go through my website to uh, register your you. So you pre-order on Amazon, and then you come to my website and. Um, fill out the Google form that you have pre-ordered, and with your Amazon confirmation or whatever, and then um, then my publisher will send you uh, the copy. It's a short story, and it's called Habakkuk's Burden. It's about um, the Book of Habakkuk. So yeah, that's
0: exciting.
1: Yeah, so it's coming up really fast. I've got a great uh, a great team helping spread the word. I'm really excited about that. Thank you to everybody who's out there with that Uh, I really appreciate all your help Um, and actually our guest uh, Lila she's she's on the team but I also I've also gotten to know her through biblical fiction aficionados over on Facebook so if you like biblical fiction um, this is a fantastic Facebook group that we talk about uh, historical fiction set in bible times and early church times so love to have you over hanging out over there. We've got lots of good stuff happening over there. Our guest today is Lila Diller. Well, Lila has historically been outnumbered by her husband, two energetic boys, and a hyper dotson. She welcomed another female into her house, a hilarious calico cat. Lila also loves purple, sushi, dark chocolate, and stories. When she's not homeschooling her boys, caring for animals, or writing, you'll find her reading, watching movies, scrapbooking, or painting. Laila, thanks so much for joining us on Behind the Story. Thanks so much for having me. So for those who aren't familiar with you, tell us a little bit about you and what you write.
2: Yeah, it's nice to meet all of you. Um, I'm a Christian fiction author and blogger. I have mostly written contemporary Christian romance with a little bit of women's fiction put in there. Um, that's a series called The Love Is Series. That's four books long. And this is my first foray into
1: biblical fiction. Excellent. So we are featuring that biblical fiction today, Loyal Judas. Um, The blurb is, what if Judas Iscariot had heeded the warning Jesus gave at the Last Supper? Judas Iscariot, called by Jesus himself to be one of the 12, thinks he can earn power and influence and especially the money that comes with it when Jesus becomes king of Israel. But Jesus won't take advantage of his popularity and his teachings contradict everything Judas is working towards. And how will Judas choose between loyalty to Jesus and betraying him for the 30 pieces of silver needed to free his long lost mother? So what sparked this story?
2: Oh, it's kind of funny. My husband actually had the idea first. Um, I think I was actually bemoaning uh, that I had just come up with these little snippets of scenes and have a hard time coming up with the whole big plot of a story. And he's like, well, what about this? Um, we had both been uh, learning about uh, free will and questioning whether Judas Iscariot actually had uh, the dis- to be able to make the decision. Um, and so he just had this idea, well, what if he had made a different decision? And that kind of sparked a few ideas for me.
1: How neat. Yeah, so this is, um... It seems like it would be kind of a iffy, like, have you gotten some feedback where people are like, you can't change the story because that's how it, that's not what the Bible says. Have you gotten anything like that? Or have you gotten pretty positive feedback on it?
2: Um, kind of, sort of, like, uh, there's been a couple of comments, um, mostly from, you know, people who believe that Judas was the son of perdition, and he was destined to betray jesus and destined to be lost um, so that's kind of the issue that i tackle in here about um well what about free will you know i think jesus would have been crucified some other way you know i, I think jesus judas would probably have had a choice to do that um, so What I tried to do is I tried to stay close as close to the gospels as possible until the last supper and right up front I I tell everybody this is not how it actually ended okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah well that's it seems like you've handled that really delicately so you have labeled it as speculative or what if biblical fiction so tell us a little bit more about what that means
2: right so speculative is apparently a very broad term for a lot of things that include non-real elements such as sci-fi or fantasy um alternate endings also fit in which this is an alternate ending um so this is you know we know that judas iscariot went and hung himself so this is not that ending this is what might possibly have happened if he had asked for forgiveness
1: Hmm. i love that because it does I mean, he was with Jesus for so many years, and he did see the bigger picture to some degree. So that's really cool. I like how you've explored that. So tell us, talk to us about Judas. We kind of know him as like a bad guy of the Bible, but what, what's, what's going on in his mind in, in loyal Judas in your story?
2: Yeah. So this was the interesting part. I had to pretty much create an entire backstory for him because we just don't know anything about him in history. Um, He's only known as the betrayer of Jesus. So I kind of imagined that he had kind of a rough home life. Um, His father is a gambler, uh, very loose with the money. And when he was a young boy, the Romans ended up coming and Uh, capturing his mother as a slave to pay Mm -hmm. his father's debts Um, so he grew up resenting his father um, pretty much having to be the responsible one and make sure they have food on the table Um, and he's pretty much done with that until Jesus calls him and so he's hoping now that um, once Jesus overthrows the Romans that he'll not only get revenge for them taking his mother, but that he'll also hopefully get a high paying position in this new government by the Messiah.
1: Yeah, that's, I think that's, I mean, if you've grown up around church and reading the story, then you kind of know that Jesus dies on the cross and comes back to life. That's what he does. But, but all the political stuff going on, like the people didn't expect him to be a servant messiah they expected him to be like a conquering hero messiah so that that brings in an interesting perspective it sounds like you've really done a lot of work on that one so do you have other ideas for other biblical fictions would they also be what if fictions or what else do you have working around in your brain
2: yeah um
1: since biblical fiction is
2: not my normal genre i've been kind of throwing around a couple of ideas me and my husband were kind of deciding I don't know what to do next Uh, but we did come up with a few ideas Um, there's one about Moses uh, not striking the rock but getting to go into the promised land with Joshua and Caleb or perhaps King Saul actually obeying and remaining king maybe Jonathan becoming next king Um, and then there's another uh, option of maybe what if Penina um, had reconciled with Hannah, you know, Penina's, Hannah's husband's other wife. So, you know, what if their relationship had been better, what would that have created?
1: Okay, all right, so for our midpoint question, I'm gonna let let go over those again. Um, Comment uh, one, two, three, or four, which one you would like to see as a reader of which one would be next? Tell us which ones you've got again.
2: So one would be Moses, two would be King Saul, and three would be Hanina or,
1: H- or Hannah would be the same story. All right. So be sure to comment below which number you would like to see for a what-if fiction. Um, and you never know. It might end up in Lila's next biblical fiction. Always good to, to have influence on that one. So um, Lila, what is something people would be surprised to learn about you?
2: Well, yeah. Um... They might not know that I'm a big Star Trek fan. Um, in fact, my husband and I joke that Star Trek kind of brought us together.
1: Want to hear the story? Yes, I want to hear the story.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we actually met the spring semester of our freshman year. So in Speech One Hundred and Two, and at the end of the semester, we had to come up with a whole speech about uh, something we're interested in, and my husband was a computer science major at that point. And so he chose to do something on artificial intelligence. And he mentioned data from Star Trek, the next generation as an illustration. And so at the end, you know, we all had to critique each other. And I had put, I love your mention of data. I love Star Trek too. And he said that was the first time that he actually noticed me. He was like, oh, a girl who loves Star Trek,
1: (laughs) interest. (laughs) <laughs> That's so cute. I love it. <laughs> oh, goodness. So you, um, in your Amazon blurb, you mentioned The Chosen TV show. Let's talk about The Chosen. What are some of your favorite moments? Uh, what are you hoping to see in season three? What are you, what do you got for me on The Chosen?
2: Oh my goodness, I could say so much. Um, two of my favorite moments, uh, ones I come back to all the time, are uh, the first is when Mary Magdalene relapses into her addiction, but Jesus still forgives her anyway. And Matthew's um, hiding behind the tent listening and like, oh, he does care about her, you know? I love that. Um, And then another one is uh, when Jesus takes Matthew up uh, alone by himself to work on the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, as he's transcribing the Beatitudes, Jesus applies each beatitude to a s- specific disciple. And then he turns to Matthew and applies it to him. Oh, I just love that part.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. If you're not familiar with The Chosen, it is um, a fairly new production TV show. Um, it's got two seasons out. They're already working on number three, but it's talking about the life of the disciples. And it's really interesting to see Jesus's ministry through their eyes. Um, rather than what we normally see through the eyes of the scripture. So um, I love it. It's biblical fiction at its, that's true biblical fiction there. It's imagining what the responses and what the culture were um, to things that are already in the Bible. So um, so I love that you and your husband, Chris, are co-authors for this. Does he work with you a lot? Do you, how did the work process go for, for loyal <laughs> Judas? So um, this is definitely a one-off thing.
2: Um, Normally I do my own thing, Um, but like I said, I was uh, having trouble coming up with some big picture ideas and he happened to spout this one right off the top of his head. Um, You're like, I'll keep you around.
1: Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So um,
2: After I was working on it, uh, I was like, wow, this actually does work. So um, then I, you know, back to him and asked for, um, approval. Um, is this kind of what you had in mind? He's like, no, I've, maybe a little bit more like this. And, um, so then I go back and I'd finish, you know, drafting the whole thing and he'd approve it. And then, you know, basically I did all the writing because I'm the writer. So, um, we're, we're hoping to do something again, possibly, but we're not sure.
1: Well, that's cool. So he enjoyed the process, too, of being your sounding board. Yep, yep, definitely. <laughs> uh, that's so cool. All right. So you mentioned um, some of your favorite things. Purple, sushi. I hope they're not together. Purple, sushi, <laughs> dark chocolate, and stories. Two of them have to go in a very sad story. What What are the things you're keeping out of those four? <laughs>
2: question is not fair, okay? Um, (laughs) All right, so I could easily get rid of dark chocolate. I actually haven't had any in a couple weeks, so I think I could probably live without it. (sighs) The other three, oh goodness. Um, I guess I'd have to say sushi just because I don't eat that on a regular basis for special occasions. I guess I could give it up if I absolutely had to, but I absolutely could not give up purple and
1: stories those are something that
2: I have to have every single day
1: (laughs) (laughs) well done you're very courageous to tackle that one (laughs) so what are you working on next are you working back in women's fiction romance or are you back in um, biblical fiction
2: I haven't started the biblical fiction yet, no. So um, my next one is called A Christmas Repair, and it's a contemporary Christmas Christian romance. So think of a Hallmark Christmas movie, but with a bunch of faith added as an integral part of the story.
1: So awesome. Um,
2: I finished the first draft and I just started revising it. And I'm really excited for this one. I think it might be my best story ever.
1: And is it safe to say it will come out around Christmas of 2022? That is,
2: that is my plan. I am hoping that it will come out sometime around the holidays, maybe maybe November.
1: We'll see. Excellent. And where can um, where can our audience find you online, Violet? Yeah, so
2: the best way to keep in touch with me is through signing up for my emails. Um, I give... A lot of extra stuff to my emails that you can't get anywhere else so um you can sign up anywhere on liladiller.com um but if you want to follow me on social media i'm mostly at instagram so you can follow me there with the, the handle at lila diller.
1: excellent and i do know that um if you sign up for lila's newsletter you also get a free a free novel is that correct is that one of your love is series Yes, that's the first of my love is series, Her Heart's Decision. Excellent. Well, uh, thank you so much for being on here. Um, it's been an honor to chat with you. Thanks so much for spending this time with me. Yeah, remember to connect with Lila and her books. Um, and she is participating in a biblical fiction giveaway um, with Barbara in Britain. So you want to be sure to click in the link below and um, and then you'll be entered into her giveaway, can you tell us a little bit more about that giveaway, Layla?
2: Yeah, sure, it's a combination um, like you said, Barbara and Britton and me are both giving away books. So I've got a hardback, large print edition of My Loyal Judas. And then Barbara's giving away Defending David. And then there's also a hardback line journal, a set of Bible pens, bookmarks and pens
1: from Barbara, scented soaps and a necklace there's so much in here wow what a great prize and that's through rafflecopter we'll have the links below in the comments um so be sure to sign up follow lila um keep in touch with her um if you are here from the biblical fiction community um, and you would like i have a free novella it's called on desolate heights it is balaam's story if you're here for the romance community Um, Lisa has her her freebie as well about time you proposed you can get that in either audio or in just regular ebook Um, if you don't know if you're like Lila and you're both biblical fiction and romance then comment team Lila (laughs) Um, but yeah just let us know uh, what what you've got going on in the comments below be sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell to be notified of our future episodes um thank you so much for joining us on this edition of behind the story until next time let us run with endurance the race that is set before us looking unto jesus the author and finisher of our faith see you next time